Happy November. November. Where is the time right? gone? <laughs> Hi, guys. Welcome to Fuck is Our Mantra. We That's... are sitting here in our basement. We've moved our recording studio downstairs into our basement. So, uh, different atmosphere tonight, for sure. Yeah, it feels more cozy. I don't know about that. <laughs> I'm sitting on the floor. I would have sat on the floor. So it's not a perfect studio quite yet. We're working on it, but it's it's quieter and uh, less equipment having to be moved around. So Yep. Anyway. What is your fuck of the week? So my fuck of the week, um, as some of you know, I, I, I always forget if I what I've talked about and what I haven't talked about on this particular podcast. Um Growing up, Steve and I both talked about how we played tennis, and we Steve's run how many marathons? Nine. Nine. I've run one. Um, and after my one, my hip really started to hurt. Now, I've had a bad back since I finished my tennis career um, off and on, but the hip really didn't start until after I'd run the San Diego Marathon, which is where I met Steve. And if you want to hear that story, go to our origin story episode, which I believe is episode two. Um and it was sort of one of those things where after the like days after the race, my hip was popping in and out, um, not painfully, but like I pop- in and out of its socket. I don't know what it was. It's it was almost like cr- probably cracking your knuckles, only with the okay. one of the biggest joints you have. <laughs> um, but it's one of those things where like I had to do it to be able to feel comfortable, um, and then it stopped. And but it, it's kind of always been there. And then really over the last eight months, it's gotten worse. Like painfully worse um i was doing the row machine either shortly before kennedy was born or shortly after at the gym and and just like sharp 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 pains and so it's just really kind of been eight months of um trying to work on the back and because i always i really felt like it was connected but finally decided recently that that i needed to change the treatment uh plan and um went to a physical therapist this week had not been to a physical therapist since before um, I ran the half marathon, I think it was, um, when I had some some other um, muscle problems in that same leg, ironically. So went to the PT this week, um, not really sure what the problem was. I was pretty worried, and, and after, the, after the visit, like he's not all that worried about what the problem is. He feels like it's more... Um, muscular as opposed to like structural, which is always a good thing to hear. But the fuck of the week is um, part of the treatment was using I don't know the name the, the name of the tool is, but it's the the silver um, kind of flattish um, tool that basically gets ground into your muscle, it's like a scapula or something yeah, like that. That's probably a good way to describe it. So you, you put lotion or cream or whatever on on the on the tendon which is what he thinks the issue is based on a quick examination like when he pushed down on it's like oh yeah that's super duper tight um and so the fuck is the fact that i literally have a purple hip right now it's kind of gnarly i've seen it people it's real yeah so um but it it felt better so far i'm doing this i'm doing the stretches i'm doing the homework so fingers crossed that this gets me back to at least some level of comfort in my hips as a 35 year old (laughs) let's hope good lord (laughs) yeah my fuck of the week is not so serious. Uh, so Richard and I have started this thing during the week where we don't eat sweets. Um, so that definition is typically like when you're at work and there's donuts or cookies or cupcakes or whatever. Um, 
I mean, we still have like our granola bars, which have sugar in them. We still have like sugar in our foods, but we don't actually eat those sweets that are kind of out and about everywhere. Yeah. Like I've not eaten Halloween candy in the middle of the week, even though it's been there every day at the office. So sodas are usually limited, um, like brownies. I mean, we just kind of limit everything that's not kind of in a breakfast food or or something like that. And we started doing that um, to control our sugar intake. And we've lost a few pounds, both of us um, doing that. But we went to an event tonight, and I... As he drinks a Pepsi. There's a Pepsi in my hand right now from the event tonight. Um, And I have a stomachache right now. Do you? um, Because I I think, well, there was like a buffet, Italian buffet type of thing that was um, being thrown for us. And we, they had like the garlic bread and all that, and they had brownies, and they had soda. And so I was like, well... I never pay for soda because you don't really buy it. So I was like, I'm going to take advantage while someone else has paid for it. So I grabbed one and I had two brownies because I ate Richard's because he doesn't <laughs> eat it during. The, we were we usually don't eat it during the week, but then I felt bad for taking it um, when another little boy wanted it. So I was like, whatever. Um, so I ate those two and I've had this soda and now I feel sick. Yeah. And it's like you don't really realize how much sugar fucks up your system. Yeah. Um, and we've talked about like I love. Oh, yeah, me too. I love sweets. And I love a good soda. But, wow. Yeah. Struggle's real. It is. So if I disappear from this podcast it's for a minute, because I have to go to the bathroom. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it is hard to do, like, especially when people bring sweets and you know they're good. Mm-hmm. Um, but, yeah. Like, and it's just, to be clear, on weekends, we, oh, per, we, we binge. Like, we binge yeah. like crazy on all the sugar. It's just limiting it for those five days. Yeah. And, like... Like today, there was um, my boss brought a whole cake in from her oh, daughter's birthday, man. and it looked so good. But where was the cake from? I don't know. Okay, uh, I think her mom may have made it. Okay, uh, that I don't know. Hillary can correct me if I'm wrong. Um, but it looked so good, and it was vanilla, which is my favorite. And I was like, nope, I'm not gonna eat any. I'm not gonna eat any, and I didn't eat any. But I've been in two meetings recently where people have brought. Um, we have a local bakery that makes amazing pastries called Lamy. Um, and this one of our vendors brought some in and I had to pass them up. And it had been a long day. It was like the end of the day. And I was like, oh, that just looks so good. And then my boss brought in Lamy for some somebody's anniversary or birthday or something. And I was like, I can't eat it. I appreciate the gesture, but I can't I can't eat it. Was it your anniversary? It might have been. You what a dork. Claire told her not to do it, and she did it anyway. So, so, so funny. Anyway, it's fucking hard. But like, we haven't started working out more. We're not walking more. We're not doing anything else other than change slightly changing the diet, and yep. it's it's had positive impacts. Yep. But fuck the week is fuck. I have a stomach ache. So there you go. <laughs> <clears throat> so Richard has no idea what I thought tonight. What I told him, I had an idea for the podcast tonight. And uh, he was like, okay. And he was like, are you going to surprise me? And I said, yeah. So I thought we'd recap Halloween uh, just because it was Kennedy's first Halloween. And we haven't really talked. I mean, I know we we talked a little bit about our plans and our past Halloween stuff, but just thought we'd share what we did with Kennedy. And then I thought we'd talk a little bit about um, a conversation that arose at work today and Christmas faux pas. And when, when do you start doing certain things and not doing certain things? And um, so 
We'll start with Halloween, but Halloween was uh, really, really good. She has had a cold that she's been fighting, so uh, we only went to a few houses and took her trick-or-treating. She had like a little, if you look at um, our Instagram, I think, maybe we had. Yeah, you posted some pictures. Okay. Uh, there's some pictures of Kennedy in her little pumpkin costume. More just pajamas that has a pumpkin <laughs> on the front of it. Um, and uh, she got eight pieces of candy in three houses. Yep. It's a really good ratio. Um, <clears throat> she can keep that up for the rest of her life. We're going to... We're good. We're, we're going to have some really good candy over the years. <laughs> um, and then we just called it a night. Honestly, we brought her home and put her to it was, bed. It, was, it had gotten super windy that afternoon, and so it was cold, and she was sick. And yeah. you were, you'd actually gotten sick like the day before. Mm-hmm. So it was like, you all need to just be home. <laughs> yep. So, <clears throat> yeah, it was really fun. But at work today, we were si- I was sitting and listening to some other... I was eavesdropping into another conversation. And they were talking about listening to Christmas music and how one one person is really starting to get into, what is it, November 5th, 6th? 7th today. Um, and so it'll be 8th by the time we drop this. You're right. Yeah. It'll be November 8th. So, this, you know, that she or he actually was already watching like Hallmark Christmas movies. Oh, wow. And how they thought that Hallmark Christmas movies were okay to watch this early, but listening to Christmas music is not okay this early. Um, full disclosure, I started listening to Christmas music today. Um, usually I'm, I'm curious to hear what Richard's opinions are of when you should and shouldn't. Uh, it seems like there are a lot of opinionated people and thoughts around when are you actually supposed to be like starting to do Christmas things? Uh, so let's start with the easy one. Every, well, yeah, let's start with movies. Like when can you start watching Christmas movies? Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving Day, Thanksgiving weekend, that so after Thanksgiving. I mean, if you if you feel inclined on Thanksgiving Day to watch it, that's fine. I've never watched a Christmas movie on Thanksgiving Day. Um, yeah, but Thanksgiving is the trigger for movies, I think. Okay, so and are you defining movies like Elf and Home Alone and White Christmas? Or are you talking like all the Hallmark? Hallmark any TV any movies? Christmas movie is Thanksgiving, I think. Okay. <clears throat> Whether it's TV, Christmas, or, you know, big picture Christmas. And what about, like, decorating? So that's hard because the challenge with that is because, like, this year Thanksgiving is, like, what, the 28th or something of November? Yep. So, like, if you wait, typically like, growing up, our family would always do it. If, if we were home on Thanksgiving, we'd do it Thanksgiving afternoon. If we weren't, if, like, if we were at Grandma's house, or whatever, we would do it that weekend. Like, that was always kind of our weekend as a family. We knew that's what we were going to do. Um, the problem with that is on a year like this, like if you don't do, if you do it Thanksgiving weekend this year, the decorations are going to be up for three weeks, right? Yep. And that sucks. <laughs> so we actually have scheduled ours to do it the full week before Thanksgiving, I think. Uh, you just put it on the I calendar. Put the calendar. I, and I put it early, so I know you wanted it and it's, it'll be a fun thing for us with Kennedy for the first time and, or stressful depending on how she is that day. Um, she'll love it. But uh, decorations is hard, like we had a friend Nick whose family put up decorations four weeks ago. Mm-hmm. That's a line I'm not crossing. <laughs> That's just if it's not at least November, you can't do Christmas decorating. So I, I find I find the rules that people have around <laughs> this Christmas shit really. I mean, like fascinating you, and annoying. Like at if you want to do time. it, do it. But also like. It's the, I, I just have a I also just have a problem with like the Targets and the Home Depots and the and the Michaels is having Christmas stuff up in friggin' July. Like 
No. No. <laughs> We're still in summertime. It should be flowers and all that stuff. So what about then music? That's probably the one that everyone probably most talks about because it comes on the radio and it's in every store you shop in. And Yeah. I will most years sometime in July be like, I want some Christmas music and I'll just play it for myself for like a week. Just have like that music. Um, but now this time of year, I would typically at some point here in November, put it on and play it randomly. But you texted me today about some new Christmas tunes and I was like, all right, fine. I'll put it on and just listen to some today. So it was nice to listen to for an hour. And I went to something else after that. Um, I'm not as hard and fast on the music part because I don't listen to it only like exclusively. Yeah. So what about you? Well, for me, all of it falls into the same rule. And whenever you want to do it, do it. I I, th- I feel like especially with like all the crazy commercialism of Christmas and the gifts and all this other stuff that happens besides the entertainment value, so the music and the movies and the you know the Christmas lights and all of that sort of thing. Uh, my perspective is you do whatever makes you happy, sure. and if it if it brings joy to your family or if it brings you more joy to have it up November first. I mean, we have had like our daycare put their lights up on their extern, like on the outside at like beginning of October. Um, None of that bothers me because like I've seen a couple other neighbors who like have taken down the web, like the spider webs and put Christmas lights right up. (laughs) Um, And like, I, I guess my perspective is like, if that brings joy to you, you do you. Yeah. If you feel like you need to listen to Christmas music and blare it out your radio, uh, July first, you do you and make yourself happy. And like I just I, I that's the frustrating part of people's comments is like why do you care so much? Yeah, like I don't care. Like, not you personally, well, yeah. but like but like why do people care so much about when I listen to the music that I right. love? Right. Like what the fuck? My own thing is if I have to if I have to more visually see Christmas decorations up in August or September or October. Like it just, that's too, to me, that's too soon. And like, even if you went to like a friend's house. Yeah. Like, but that's, that's I mean, what's yeah, I'm like, I'm not gonna, for you. I'm not going to say anything about it. I might, if I, you know, know them really well, but it's like for me, and I think you're the same way. Once Christmas is over, you're kind of over the decor. Like it's time to put it away. Let's move on. Like, and so I don't want to be tired of seeing, the decorations yeah and if you have if you put them up in october by thanksgiving i'm like that's pretty old and boring let's move on (laughs) and i don't like feeling that way i mean i am you and i are very much alike in that way like once december 26th hits i'm ready to take it all down down. um more so because i just want to get through fucking winter (laughs) i hate winter Uh, (laughs) um but no i was i just found myself getting more and more frustrated today because i was like why do you care that this person who you don't even hang out with right. and you barely even know, you heard them listening to Christmas music when they drove up to work this morning right. and you're pissed off about yeah. it? Like, I don't understand that. Yeah. And like I was, my mom is, she always had similar rules when we were growing up. Like, you can't listen to Christmas music until this. And I'm like, now my dad, my, my dad's more like you where if he wants to do it, he's going to, he's probably watching the Hallmark movie tonight. Oh, like for sure. Yeah. Hands, no doubt. He's been watching it for a week. <laughs> Since <laughs> since Halloween was over, yep. he's been watching it. Yep. Um, so that's my uh, that's my perspective. Whatever whatever makes you happy. Those people who are out there and who are listening to Christmas music, 
you do you. The people who are happier when they have it in a certain time frame, whether that be after Thanksgiving until Christmas Day, you do you. And, and you know, stop judging everybody else for their love of and timing <laughs> of music. Um, so Thanksgiving is right around the corner. Um, <clears throat> we can save Thanksgiving specific questions for uh, a close the next episode. Yeah, that'll be right. That'll um, be the week, the week before Thanksgiving, I think. So, but um, I think we we sh- probably should talk about like not necessarily Thanksgiving traditions, so to speak, but like uh, w- what. What was the weight of like Thanksgiving to Christmas? So like did you guys really really celebrate Thanksgiving? Like it's a thing that you lead up to and then and then Christmas is this own thing? Like it's or is it just like, well, Thanksgiving is fun and it's just food and we get together and eat and that's it and you move on to the big event. I feel like when we were doing when we were growing up, you obviously do more extended family events like now we don't do a whole lot of extended family i don't know really why that changed but um i guess we do we i guess extended family is now going to my parents or, or your mom's place it's kind of generationally changing um i feel like thanksgiving was a bigger production in the sense that like there's a lot more food there's people are more available i feel like um to come to a thanksgiving event as opposed to a christmas event um i like i remember growing up going to grandma's house and having 30 people there mm-hmm. for Thanksgiving. Um, and Christmas was all, it was always like the same amount, but it was like less of a production and more just fun and jovial and more celebratory as opposed to like this. Um, and it was never formal, but like more formal experience. Hmm. So ours were, ours was equal. I mean, I'm not saying that. Yeah. Like, I don't know. In terms of effort. I mean, granted you had to decorate the house for Christmas, yes. which, but my grandma always did like, Fall de- not fall, well, like cornucopias. Yeah, and Grandma had that too. Like you know, yeah. more Thanksgiving decor, and I mean the meals were almost identical with the They're exception pretty close, of like yeah. the main course. Um, but like it was, I mean, there would be years at, at the farm where like they'd have a duck, a ham, and a turkey. Like there was that many people. Yeah. So I think so much of Thanksgiving Day, and you and I talked about this earlier tonight. Like I am hell bent on getting. <laughs> My daughter in front of a TV on Thanksgiving morning because for me and my childhood, I had the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade every single year, and that was a that was like what kicked off the morning. You got dressed, or you stayed in your pajamas. Hell, if you stayed at Grandma's house, yeah, and you went and that's what you started the day with. Um, and I've missed it a couple years since we moved to Iowa, and it's pissed me off every time. Um, but like during that parade is usually when all the adults came over yeah. and all the kids kind of got together and watched it and um like that to me is that's the kickoff to a season of it is of thanksgiving through new year's yep. of celebrating a lot of celebrating. all of this stuff yeah. and so while we have different dinners and you know different themes for those dinners it was always like first thing is thanksgiving yep. And then, like, my, my grandma, while she was not Jewish, she always loved to celebrate Hanukkah. And so she had, like, a, a menorah that she lit. And so we did that um, when we got into, like, the beginning to middle part of, of December. And and then you get in, obviously, you have, for those of the Christian faith, uh, you have the Advent, which is every Sunday. Um, little things, I'm thinking of, like, we started the day 
um, the first of December was like the advent calendar where right. you open yep. one every day, yep. like these little things that for, oh, and I'm excited to go home to Christmas for Christmas to talk to my mom this year because now that we have a child, I'm re- remembering all of this stuff that I was like, not really a big deal. But in the end, when I'm 36 years old and I have a little girl, this is a big fucking deal. Yeah. Like, yes, it's a little piece of cardboard that she opens up every year, every, you know, on every day of Christmas. <laughs> but I got, I remember getting so excited to get up and open that up every morning. And one thing that we did in school was we would have, and we should, we'll have, just have to do a Christmas episode. It's really probably going to be a couple. Was they, we would make like the, the colored, uh, construction paper chains that you would just like rip yep. one off every day as you got closer to Christmas. I was thinking about the yeah. stringing cranberries and popcorn yeah. earlier today. Yeah. Like, haven't really done that since I was like seven. We never did cranberries, it was just always popcorn. There's an art to it, I'll just teach you. Because I'm, the cranberries you. can bleed into the popcorn and turn it And red. then bleed onto your carpet and, no. you know, bleed onto your tree and then <laughs> Aiden's gonna eat it. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta think through this shit. So, um, obviously, I think a lot of people aren't quite ready for the holidays, but I figure we're going to start pushing the podcast there because we're only bi-weekly. And there's a lot to talk about with the holidays. And Yeah. And I know you have a really cool podcast series coming up for the holidays, right? No. He's shaking his head, folks. <gasps> Why? Well, we, we've had to adjust the plan slightly. So. No. That one was going to be so good. Yeah. Why? Who bailed? It's been a challenge getting the right personnel to share their stories. Damn. Yeah. So Damn. we'll still do it. It just won't be at, at this it holiday is, season. You're going to have to wait till next holiday season yeah. to do it then. Yeah. Darn it. Yeah. Well, I'm sorry, folks. Let me tell you, next 20, Christmas 2020, you're going to want to hear it yeah. because you want to tell them what it's about? Well, it's, it was going to be season two of Gen to Gen. Um, season one was about the 18 year anniversary of September 11th from five different perspectives. And what, what, uh, I'm aiming to do for this particular season when we do do it will be four weeks of various people of faith, different faiths, um, different faith backgrounds talking about their, their childhood traditions around the holidays, their current traditions, what shaped those traditions, how their faith has changed and evolved over the years. And, and, um, talking about modern almost like a modern christmas conversation yeah um, so we'll get there i'm excited about it i'm so, so. Ugh, i'm so disappointed <laughs> so i was a religion major in college for those of you who don't know and there's so much uh, dissension within different religions again they pit against each other all the time and this was just going to be such a cool yeah. perspective we'll get there ah oh, damn well my christmas season has been ruined ruined Ruined. Put all the Christmas music away. Yep, we're packing, <laughs> packing the hell or the Halloween. Halloween and Christmas is up. D- decor, yeah, going away. Um, so let's take a quick break. So I do want to touch on non-Christmas stuff really quickly when we get back. All right. Hey guys, are you looking for the perfect Christmas gift for the New York City lover in your life? Check out NYC: A State of Mind. It's a book that Steve and I put together five years ago of all of our pictures that we took while living in New York City. It's a cute, small coffee table book. Check it out on Amazon.com. It's a great gift that will capture the four seasons of New York City. 
Again, that's NYC, A State of Mind, by myself and my wonderful husband, Steve. The link is in the show notes. So, um, the, by the time this drops, it'll be November 8th, um, and it's been an inter- interesting week, um, to say the least. Um, Steve and I have just been both so busy with work and life and trying to, to refocus our energies on each other, um, now with a, with a kid and, and a dog who is a very needy first child, um, I just wanted to reference, we, we haven't gone a full full calendar year yet of this particular podcast. And so um, last year at this time, this particular week was arguably might be the most challenging week that we go through as a family. Yep. Um, in summary, over the course of five days, four shitty ass things happened. <laughs> I think four, four events took place in our lives that I think one of those events to a normal person would have have shaken them to the core. Right. So Uh, on Monday, um, when did you get the meeting invite? On Friday afternoon prior to this Monday, I received an invite from a cryptic invite from my boss. Yeah. um, For an 8 a.m. Monday morning meeting. 8 a.m. meeting. And it turns out I was laid off. Yep. Um, I'll never forget that phone call. It was like nine, I think it was eight thirty, about whereabouts, mm-hmm. and I, th- I stepped outside or something, and you told it was me. not a. It was not a good. It was not a good phone call. Obviously, it was not a good. <laughs> it was not a good hey, mo- Richard. <laughs> it was not a good moment, but it was. It was definitely meant to happen. Yep, it, it needed to happen. It, it it needed to. It led me to a better place. Yeah. Um, a lot of things. I was in a really destructive environment. Yep. Um, and so that was, while that was blow number one, Yep. Uh, it wasn't fun, but nope. it was needed for sure. So the next day we had election day. Um, he was running for Iowa House. Iowa House. Of representatives. Yes. Got my ass handed to me, but that's okay. Yes, he um, lost. I was actually texting with the guy, um, uh, our friend Nick, who's running for that for that seat uh, this time around, um, and he asked, um, how, "How do you feel about it?" He has a, a new story coming out that he wasn't too excited about the way that it was written, um, and I was like, "I was just telling him like you have to let go of the small thing. Like, this is not going to have any impact. You just got to move on." And we got to talking about, you know, a year later how I feel about about my race, and I said, "You know, it still hurts sometimes to to know and to feel that you lost." Um, I'm still very proud of the the way we ran and what we were, what I stood for and, and how we ran the race. Um, but there will always be a part of me that wonders if I missed the opportunity to be more successful um, had I run as a member of one of the two major parties. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't regret it, but I wonder what kind of impact that could have had. Someone, um, someone at work who had also run for office at one point and lost said, um, I, I just thought the way he put it, he was like, it's like you just learned to breathe again. Yeah. And you've been trying to blow up this balloon <laughs> for three years, and you forgot how to breathe, so you had to learn all of that. And you worked so hard to get this balloon blown up, yep. and then all of a sudden, some asshole turns around, and he pops it. Yep. That's exa- after that's all that work. And I was so... like, it's 100% how it feels, yeah. because you you do, you work so hard. I mean, it's it's a family affair as well. I mean, I 
didn't work as hard as Richard, obviously, but I was definitely committed and in it as well. And it, you feel deflated. You do. Um, and again, I, I felt like our message was right and, and the reasons were right. And I still stand by what we stood for. Um, and, I, and I will until the day that I die. So um, that was that was day two. Um, Tuesday. Tuesday. Yes. And we knew the next event was coming. Um, I think it was well, late. I think late Monday. We did and we didn't. Well, yeah, we weren't. We were, we, were, we were prepared as you can be, so I believe it was late Monday or early Tuesday we found out that a dear family friend had been moved to hospice. Um, we knew he was gravely ill. We just you know, At that point, you just don't know the timing. But um, obviously, in his situation, when, when you go into hospice, you know where it's leading. Um, and he passed away on Wednesday. Um, Which was a, week, a year ago today, A year ago right? today, yeah. Um, and he was... Uh, his name is Mark, and he's he was a a wonderful, absolutely wonderful soul. Like it, it's, I had only met him maybe ten times, yeah, maybe max, and I just I just felt so loved and yeah. and and encouraged and supported, and I always had a home in his home. Yeah. I mean, we're talking a very minimal amount that I've spent with this man, and I felt that way. Yeah. I mean, that's just the impact that that Mark had on him and on his community and his family and friends. So, so that was Wednesday. That was day three. Thursday was calm well, as can be. Steve was home applying for jobs. Um, yep. We were preparing for the birth of our daughter. Um, the, Which the, the, it was due. Anytime. December they, 3rd they, yeah. They were going to do December 5th. Or yeah. Something. It was early December. There was, they were not going to C-section her at that point. Um, cause she was progressing pretty quickly. So it was just one of those things where be packed, be ready. Yep. And, we, and Steve was taking care of that while I was at work. Yep. Um, on, on Friday I was packing and we kind of knew we had been told the day before that she was probably going into labor. Yeah. She in was high risk. Right. And, and so like, I kind of went into work that day, like guys, this may be my last day. So get everything out of me you need today. Cause yeah, we're, we're prepping to go. Yep. And then about nine thirty, ten 10 o'clock you called me. Yeah. About, Nine o'clock, my time at home. I got a phone call while I was packing the bags to go uh, to Arizona to pick up our daughter. That the mom changed her mind and decided to keep the baby. Yeah. So we went from a lost job to a failed election (laughs) to a lost family member to a lost baby uh, in a matter of five days. Yeah. Uh, And um, I mean, those of us. We had an amazing support system. Like, I don't want people thinking that we were just here alone, floundering and suffering. We had so much love and support and meals and flowers and cards and gifts. I mean, people just went absolutely wonderfully insane. Yeah. Um, and it's, it was actually amazing because yeah. <laughs> we could focus on us and healing and yeah. trying to find a job and all those other things that needed to happen. Um, but, yeah, it was a year ago this week. Yeah. And... Look at how things are so so different. different. <laughs> um, um, I will say that I think that the while losing that baby hurt, losing my job hurt, obviously losing Mark and your election as well. Those are all incredibly hurtful things. We ended up with the baby we were meant to have. Yeah, I believe um, she's perfect, and she's perfect for us. Yep. So, and I have a better job. <laughs> and. I haven't won an election yet. That's, there's no. That. What does that tell you? <laughs> um, and obviously we still don't have Mark, but... 
So I was texting, and I, th- I think she'd be okay if I shared this. Um, I texted her this morning, and she texted right back. Uh, by he, she? Mark's wife. Okay, um, yeah. Sorry, Deidre, who we've talked about before, who she will be a guest. Maybe we can pack this up, take it on the road on Thanksgiving, do a quick show with her. Sounds good. I'll ask her. Okay. Um, but I just said, you know, we're thinking about you today, and, and she said um, basically that that it's obviously a sad day, but she's trying to find joy, but 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 we both lost something because she, cause she remembers losing the baby um, that week as well. And I rolled back and I was like, this is true, Deidre, but you also got a granddaughter out of it. Mm-hmm. And she was like, see, there's the joy. Mm-hmm. And uh, I remember, I'll never forget what Deidre said to me when she found out that <laughs> yeah. the baby, we lost the baby. And, um, and then shortly after we found out that we matched with the new mom of, of Kennedy, she looked at me <laughs> and she says, God owes me. Yep, she did. And she was... She was so confident in the success of that adoption yeah. of our of Kennedy's adoption yeah. that she was like, "This is going to happen." Yeah. I had no, and it did. Yeah, and I think she called me that Saturday, so three days after Mark passed, because we had posted online that this had happened. Um, I think she called me, and I and I answered like, "Deidre, you are not supposed to be comforting me." <laughs> and I, that's what I said to her. Um, because she just lost her spouse of thirty years, or however long they'd been together, and yep. um, but they, she was she she loved that girl too, and she loves she friggin' loves Kennedy. So she's the third grandma. She is. Why well, we don't call her grandma for yeah. no reason? Yeah. So uh, anyway, that Wait. week was hell, and we're stronger for it. Um, I I'll also remember that Saturday we were both just we were just emotionally spent. Like you want to talk about empty tanks. Um, we were there and we argued in the car on the way to the grocery store and you wanted ice cream. So we went and got ice cream and I don't like ice cream very much, especially when argued it's fucking, in the car. Yeah. Especially when it's November. I don't I like don't ice cream, that. <laughs> but that's probably the best ice cream we've had just because it was one of those things where like, we just needed something normal. Yep. And that was normal. I mean, it just, we just needed to do something for ourselves yeah. regardless of what it was. It just needed to be. And Maybe that's the lesson of for, from us to you this holiday season. Like, make sure you take care of yourself, um, whatever that looks like. If you want the ice cream, and go with the ice cream. If you want Christmas music today, turn on the fucking Christmas music. And you have to start now. Yeah. You can't do it when you're in the midst of family driving you up the wall and you needing a drink. Yeah. Like, it needs to start now where you're managing that self-care. Yeah. And like you said, listening to the Christmas music. Do what makes you happy right go. now. Buy the fucking Christmas tree cookies and eat every <laughs> single one. Like I'm it, always in favor of that. You know, um, yeah. yeah. And especially, I think, now that we have a daughter and we see her experiencing a lot of this for the first time, like, I can't wait to see her face with the lights the and lights. things. Oh, guess, yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's going to... It's going to be fun. Magic is going to appear for yes. her. And, it like, that's going to make us kind of live that through her, so... Yeah. It'll be fun. That's going to be my solace in this crazy yeah. time of year. Yeah. But uh, thanks, guys, for listening once again. Um, stay tuned. Next episode, uh, we'll be talking about actual Thanksgiving traditions that we have. And um, we're if you guys have weird ones, let us know. We'll, we'll mention them on the podcast. Uh, next time, I, like, I always like the off-the-wall shit or the stuff that's like... 
whoa, that's cool. Let's do that. Or if you've had like a crazy Thanksgiving story, like grandma actually lit the, the kitchen on fire because she forgot the turn. Like, let's, I want to hear that stuff too. Like, true. So send us those. Um, you can send it to us on Instagram. Uh, we probably should start an email or something for people. Con- we do. Contact. Oh, we have one? Yeah. Oh, we'll tell people what it is. I probably should look it up. I don't know exactly uh, So you can reach us. Uh, <laughs> you can find us on Instagram. It's at Richard and Steve. Um, that's our couple account. We are both on that and check it regularly. You can send us a message on Twitter at fuck is our mantra. Or you can email us at Richard and Steve podcast at gmail.com. There you go. <laughs> See, I got it. So <laughs> uh, thanks, everyone, and have a great week. This podcast was mixed and produced by Sprout Media, a digital media firm in Des Moines, Iowa, who believes in doing things differently. They believe in putting consumers and clients first, being a partner in marketing, and inspiring your tomorrow. They build websites, create digital media strategies, shoot and produce videos, and edit and produce podcasts just like this one. Check out Sprout Media at gosproutmedia.com where you can subscribe to their podcast, The Buzz Addiction, or even request a free consultation. That's GhostBroughtMedia.com.